if you're here, then you probably already saw the video I did right before this one where I was talking about how not having the ability to plan, delay gratification, to, to work towards something versus instantly getting the things you want in life, especially for your kids, can backfire. And of course, now this question is, is, well, what can we do about it? You know, they're like, oh, great. Yeah, okay. We could have told you that two texts for those people that thought about it. We just don't know how to get out of the dilemma. So this session, this video is going to be about some things that you can do to help. Okay. So let's start off first with the idea of deserving. Let's just knock that out. Uh, I don't know where kids get it, but for some reason, a lot of times, Kids will say, I deserve. Parents will say, I deserve. I hear that all the time. I work hard and I deserve. Uh, I did this and I deserve. And I'm like, okay, granted, you could deserve. But again, this is one of those DBT ideas of two things that don't sound like they're the same, but can be in existence at the same time and both have equal value. Yes, you deserve. No, you're not getting. Period. End of discussion. What? Wait, no, hold on. That's not the way I want to fix this. I'm like, okay, let's let's work this out for a minute. One, for those people that, um, you know, you come home in the evenings and I know you work, you've had a hard day, your kids, you know, they come in and they want to jump on their video games and all that. I can almost guarantee you the pattern is almost always the same. Somebody starts out with the intention of you need to do your homework first, you need to do your chores first, and then you can get on your video games. Not very well thought out. Every system needs to have boundaries and it needs to have consequences. I prefer the word punishments, but, you know, with the new science of the day, consequences sound so much softer and sweeter. I'm sorry. If the consequence is you take something away from me, I feel punished. So, all right, that's just the truth of it. Now. What does that mean? Um, if you set up a system where you tell your kids you have to do these things first, you also have to be willing to set up the system where you check to see that they're doing what they do. And don't look at me because you all know that your kids will lie to you. That's what they do. Sometimes the, the lying is not intentional. It's accidental. It's the way I interpret it. It's the way I saw it. I didn't know. Whatever. I'm just telling you, if you've had a kid and you've ran into this thing about where you, oh, they're always honest. They're just yelling. No, sorry. Um, we're not honest to ourselves as people, so we shouldn't be too upset with the idea that sometimes our kids are not honest with us. Taking that into account, then you need to have a system to check. You need to be able to sit there and look at the kid's homework. And you need to be able to look at their, their, you know, chores around the house. And if they're not done, don't give them the rewards that they were promised. And have a system in place where you, if you own your own, go get your rewards before you come to me and have these things checked, then you lose your rewards. You know, and you can do it for the day. If I tell you, you have to have your homework done and your housework done before you can pick up any electronic device and play, and I come in the room and catch you sneaking onto the TV, watching YouTube, or doing whatever it is you do, that's an automatic disqualifier. I don't care whether you did your chores or not. You lose it for the night. And if you keep doing it, then the punishments grow. You need to have these rules in place. Otherwise, people will take advantage of them. 
Um, yes, it would be nice if they could just be trusted to do it on their own. And maybe at some point in time, when they have consistently showed month after month, not day after day, month after month, that they will do their chores and do their homework and then go do their homework and you know that your kid is doing it, then you can say, for this matter, I can trust them. But again, because people have these short attention spans, I have kids who will do something right for one day and then say, I've been doing what I'm supposed to. Why can't I have this changed? Uh, it's only been a day. Yeah, I told you it's been forever. No, it's been a day. And that's why you have to set actual, tangible, countable, measurable things, because your child does not understand when you say, in a while, in a long time, when I decide, those sound pretty, but see, your long time and their long time are two different measurements. That's just like someone will tell me, I want to be wealthy. And I ask them, well, what does that mean to them? Because one person's wealthy is another person's just getting by. It depends on how you see the world and what you think. Next part. Again, let's look at you in the world. When was the last time you went, got a job, and they paid you all your paychecks up front and said, here's your pay. Now, here's the work you got to do. Start next week. Yeah, didn't happen, did it? Ain't going to happen. Maybe if you're a pro football player, they give you some kind of bonus when you sign. I don't know. But that ain't you. That ain't me. If it was, you wouldn't be watching this video, probably. You'd be paying for somebody to come in and give you this talk personally. So with that in mind, why does your child deserve to be paid up front? I don't get it. Now, you go, well, wait, what do you mean? And I if you do the things you're supposed to do, and this is where you institute a token system, a, a reward system based upon the idea that here's your paychecks and here's how you spend them. Now, this is going to get good. And if you use this, it can have more than just the benefit of teaching your kid how to plan. It teaches your kid how to think and figure out and negotiate and work at a level that will help them the rest of their life instead of being crippled with the lack of ability to plan and the lack of ability to negotiate. So where it starts is, is you literally say, you know, and for those of you that are already letting your kids do stuff, you're going to go, all right, kids, enjoy it. This is the last week where you get the free system. Because next week we're starting a pay before you play system. In other words, you don't get to have the toys. You don't get to go out. This, this isn't a credit card system. This isn't, you know, bank of pop mom. This is no. You earn this week what you're going to spend next week. Now, think about this. It's no different than you. You work, then you get your paycheck, then you can spend it. So during this week, as your kid does what they're supposed to do on each day, you can set up a token system. Now, I would like to see electronics cut down to less than two hours a day. In fact, one hour would be pretty good, in my opinion. You're going to do what you want to do. You don't have to listen to me. But So I'll go this two hours, but this isn't my recommend, recommendation. I recommend lower, but I want two so that, you know, all y'all don't go scream and holler and turn the computer off and walk away. If you do what you're supposed to do on Monday, then I pay you your Monday rewards, which are two hours of game time. Easy peasy. And on Tuesday, 
you do what you're supposed to, you get your two. And on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you got your five days of weekdays. And we could set up something different for the weekend, but let's just start with this right now. So you earn that means that next week you have 10 hours of game time. You have five nights to use it. You can recommend, just like an exercise coach would, you know, I'd recommend daily splitting things up, not bunching things up. But this is where your kid can, can think about things. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. It allows your kid to go, okay, I've got 10 hours. And if I use my, my, my hours today and I use, you know, if I want to use more than the two and I plan it that way, I'm going to have less tomorrow because I guarantee you, your kids will use them up. They will go, well, I got 10 hours and I'm, oh, I want to keep playing. Let's play all today. We play four hours today. We play four hours tomorrow. And I only got two hours Wednesday and ah, Thursday, Friday happens and they freak out. Because I can almost tell you that they're going to say on Friday is when their friends all get on and play together. They may do it nightly. And if they do, then your kids have bad friends. But because, well, you're, anyway, let's just skip that for now. Their friends will want to play on certain nights because that's the nights their friends can all get on together and play some of these games they play. So this allows your kid to sit there and negotiate with you and go, well, mom, I know on Friday, all of my friends are going to get on the computer at six and they're going to play till 11 o'clock. And, you know, you, you're going to say, OK, fine, it's Friday. Let them go to 11. Again, I disagree. Same bedtime every night. Another lecture. But then you tell them, well, look, and that's five of your hours. If you want to save and use those five hours. Then that means you have to have less through the week. In other words, one hour on Monday, one hour on Tuesday, one hour on Wednesday, one hour on Thursday. That gives you four extra hours to throw in with the two. And you got a six hour time frame. And you could split it up different ways. But this allows your kid to think, do not. And again, this is a matter of do not let your kid break the monetary system. If they find it's the end of the week and they did not plan and they spent their hours up during the week and then their buddy Jimmy calls them and says, hey, we're all playing tonight. And they come in there and they act like the world is going to end. They're going to explode. Their organs are going to hit the wall. And, and, and life as we know it will stop existing. If they cannot stay with your friends, then you do the same thing that you would do to somebody if they were at the store and they're trying to buy something in line and they have cash and they only got $2. Sorry, sir. These are $2 a piece. I can't give you three of them. You can buy one. That's $2. Same thing that would happen to you if you're standing there with cash in the line. You can buy what you've got. You cannot. No charge cards here. Sorry, folks. No charge cards. If your kid wants to save for an special event, then they need to save their time. This is why I recommend that you take this token system all the way through the whole week of seven days, two hours per day, even on the weekend. Because you're going to have some kids that are going to want to play all day Saturday. No. You have a token economy. You have so many days, so many hours. Where do you want to spend them? And here's the real tough part. You need to plan ahead. You need to tell me when you want to spend your tokens because I need to plan around your week. I'm not your beck and call. You're at mine. We need to be a family, and I need to know if you're going to play, then I also need to know what I can plan after that, because I would like to plan some events where we do stuff. 
And I can't do that if you're going to jump up the last minute and want to spend the whole day playing your video games without anyone knowing. No, we need to plan. And we need to plan around things. Now, some of the kids that I know will get up in the morning and they have computer time in the morning and they play on the morning. They play on their phone. If they're not on their phone, they're on their YouTube and they're sneaking and they're doing all. It, no, two hours is two hours. It means everything. It means phones, games, computers, YouTube watching. The only thing that I allow out of that time is when there's a family event. In other words, if the family is going to watch a movie together, then fine. The family together can watch a movie and it don't count against their electronic time. But they have to be watching the movie. They can't be sitting there playing on their phone while the movie's going on because that's part of their token economy time. You see where I'm getting here? No credit, no variances, and no advance pays. That way, they're always a week ahead. You're teaching your kid to plan how to spend their money. You're teaching your kid how to save their money. And you're teaching them to make choices about what they value more. And I guarantee you, it will stop some of the mindless playing that goes on because the majority of the playing that your kid does is mindless playing. They're antsy. They ain't got nothing else to do. So they're looking, they're channel surfing. They're, they're doing all these different things. They're trying to blow it out and they're just trying to keep themselves busy. And it is mindless activity. You stop mindless activity when you start charging for it. I guarantee you, they will start to think about... You know, I'm really not playing and I don't want to use my time up. So I'm going to put that device away. In fact, you can even reward your child. And this is the beauty of the system I'm introducing to you. That if your child is sitting there and they're playing and they realize they don't want to spend their two hours. And I would suggest doing it in like half hour increments. Then they have the option of putting the game away and saving that 30 minutes. You're encouraging your child to save. No different than if you took your child to the store and said, here's $2. And they got up and they thought about it for a minute. And they said, you know, mom, I don't want to spend my whole $2 today on the candy. I'm just going to get one candy bar and I want to hold on to the other dollar because maybe I want something else this weekend. Change the whole economy of it. No freebies. So when your kid comes to you and they want something... And this kind of token economy can also go for buying the games. You make them earn the stuff ahead of time. You want it, you need to start saving for it. You need to start planning. What's the price? How much does it cost? How much do you have in your jar? And this is the other thing in that system that I tell people. Help your child visualize it. Put down on a little card or piece of paper and put it in a little jar that they're saving for. If they're wanting to buy the newest game for 50 bucks, then you're putting the money, they're earning the money, they're putting it in and you're helping them mark that card because now they're up to 12 and now they're up to 13 and they can see their money grow towards the object they want to buy. Do you see how I'm trying to teach you the things that I had to learn on my own growing up? Because a lot of this I had to figure out on my own. If I wanted something, I had to figure out how to get it. There was no going to somebody going, please, 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 until they went crazy. And it shouldn't be that way now. Second part of this system, some of you will tell me that your kids will notoriously beg. In other words, please, please, can I have it? Please, can I go on my friend's key? Please, please, please. In your token systems, 
that you have, for those of you that, that have it, there's also fines, no different than the fines you would pay if you're, you know, on the street and you're speeding, you get caught. Okay. You get a ticket. And just like with the police officer, if you open your mouth and say something stupid while you're getting the ticket, he's not going to smart off with you and play games. He's just going to go, oh, and here's your other ticket. This is specific to a situation where I had somebody whose child would not quit begging for an item. They wanted a new item and this, this new game system. And they would keep on and on and on and on about it. And right now they had two hours a day on the system they had. And I suggested the following rule. If you do, and I recommend going back for y'all who haven't done it and read magic, one, two, three, or one, two, three magic. It's a very good system for discipline. But what I'm going to take out of this is the idea that when you tell your kid, I said, no. Please, 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 please. It's two. And the reason why you give them a second shot is to explain to them that the first shot was hopefully your understanding. I said, no. Sometimes that don't register. You know that as a human. When somebody says no, your first inclination is to argue. So I'm not telling you to, to warp human nature. They're going to want to buck the system. And until they learn patience, they're going to. But when you tell them, I told you no, and that's it. Anytime after that, during that day, when they bring up, oh, please, why can't I have the system? You should have a board. This is your two hours of game time, if that's what you're giving them already. If you're not using the token system and you have that, you should have the board. And when they go up and it's like, oh, you don't argue, you don't say nothing, you don't, you know, preach, you don't, don't exhaust yourself by screaming. Why are you punishing yourself by doing discipline methods that make you feel miserable? The child knows you're doing that. That's the whole point. If the child can make you feel more miserable by implementing the punishments, you will quit. So instead, divorce yourself from the whole idea of feeling bad about it. You just, oh, you're a record keeper. You reach up, you lose five minutes. So you don't have two hours. Now you have one hour and 55 minutes. And if they explode, and, uh, and art, it's a different point. Think about it. If they explode, start arguing about, well, I didn't mean to, and I wish you wouldn't know that. It's one. And when they start going at it again, that's two. And if they say something, they lose another five minutes. Now, if it really gets out of hand and they lose control, I don't recommend writing off all the whole two hours at one time. You're going to have to send them to their room. You're going to have to send them somewhere else. You're going to have to end the situation. But do not get into the preachy mode. Do not get in the screaming mode. Do not be a screecher or a screamer. Do not be a preacher. Do not. They don't want to hear that. You wouldn't want to hear it. When you get pulled over by a ticket, do you want to sit there and listen to the cop lecture you about the rules of the road? No. In fact, you've done this. You don't want to hear it. Neither does your child. So thinking the same thing. This is simply the rules. This is simply what you're getting. Deal with it. Now, someone said to me, well, in that system, is there a way for them to earn their time back? I would say that that is possible. If you make it a rule, then it has to be a rule that you agree on. See, the rules have to be set down. They can't be negotiated during the argument. So the rule has to be then, you know, fine. If you behave yourself, you go to your room and an hour later, 
you have chilled out and you haven't opened your mouth once about this whole, I want to play, give me the video game or any other disruptions, then you can give them back about 10 minutes of their time. And why do I say just 10? Five isn't a lot of reward because you can't keep increasing the five. 10 is something to play with. More than that, then they know they can screw with you until you've knocked 30 minutes off of that chart. And then if they go shut up for an hour and come back, they get the whole 30 back. Kids are smart. They'll figure out the system quick. So you got to make sure that they can't get back everything they lose. And I know that sounds a little devious, but you and me both know consequences have to have sting or they're not effective. If it doesn't hurt, then why wouldn't the child keep doing it? And I don't mean that physically hurt, unless some people do feel, feel their emotional pain physically, but it's got to have a little bite to it. With that being said, you know, you figure out systems to do it, and then you implement them, but you never change your system on the fly. If a system has a problem, then you, and, and, if, and if it's more than you parenting, then you and the co-parent, you and your husband or wife or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your partner or whoever, you sit down together and you work this out. And you work out a system of implementing it and going with it. Again, it's about teaching your kids patience, ability to not get what they want, ability to hold off on the gratifications that they do get. And to be able to plan and think about what they want in the future and figure out their time. We'll do more on the systems that you can do. I will leave you with one idea that's a very small one for parents who, who would like to start teaching a very young child and maybe an older child. Patience. Buy them a plant. But don't buy the plant. Buy the seed. Make them grow the plant. Teach them. Show them. It's easy to do. It's not very expensive. Uh, I actually would say help them buy a plant that they can get something out of. Carrots are excellent because when a kid grows their own carrots, sometimes they actually eat them. Uh, so there are plants that you can grow that you can actually get something to eat out of it. I think that's awesome. Or plants that have blooming flowers and teaching them the patience of taking care of it, watering it every day. And if your kid can't take care of a plant, they don't deserve a pet. Simple enough, because if you can't water the plant, keep it alive, that poor puppy has no chance or you'll be taking care of it. Same way with the plant. If they can't take care of the plant and you have to take care of it, well, then you're not, you're not going to work your way up. It's all about delaying gratification, watching things over time change, working towards a goal. You can do it. Keep the faith. Y'all take care and I hope you have a great day. <laughs>